0: Hello, I'm Pastor Doug Meacham from Grace Chapel in Westerville, Ohio, and we welcome you back to Season 5 of Life's Beautiful Journey Radio. Each week we will be talking about a different part of life, and this week we will be talking about dance. Yeah, in my younger years, you know, I didn't really have much involvement with anything related to dance. Um, You know, I do remember as a kid seeing my dad in a local performance group called Song Spinners tap dancing and singing I'm a Yankee Doodle Dandy as the rest of the group backed him up in the song and he looked good dressed in red white and blue like James Cagney back in the 1942 movie by the same name Uh, but I also remember of course seeing dancers as part of the shows at amusement parks like Kings Island Cedar Point or Walt Disney World but you know I never really did much with it beyond that my first memory of having any interest in dancing at all was when I was in junior high school and uh, breakdancing had just come onto the scene. The movie Breakin', in fact, came out, and we all thought we could learn the style, I guess. <laughs> I learned how to do the wave and the moonwalk and the worm and several spin moves I th- almost learned how to do. But, uh, you know, being a musician, I had some rhythm, and so I was able to move to the beat, at least, the way a dancer should. Should. And I found out the hard way, though, that trying to do the worm on the floor with thin parachute pants on was not recommended. After each dance, I would have to step aside for a few moments to recover from the pain. <laughs> you know, around junior high, we also started having school dances, and I had asked a girl to go with me to the 8th grade dance. And she turned me down, saying she was just going to go on her own. But then she ended up dancing with another guy the whole night. We were there. I felt a little betrayed. Oh, the cruelty of young infatuation, I guess. But in high school, I ended up going to four proms. The girl I was dating at the time was two years older than me, so we went to her two proms and my two proms. And those brought about uh, a lot of tuxedo rentals and fancy dinners over those years. And one of the things, uh, of course, in high school oh uh, and that we did and one of the years was uh we they had a sadie hawkins dance they called it now this is where the girl actually gets to ask the guy to the dance instead of the other way around and thankfully i did have someone ask me to the dance It's funny, all of the situations we put ourselves in over the years, isn't it? You know, when I moved to Nashville after I graduated from college, I tried to audition for a show at the Opera Land Amusement Park there. And, uh, of course, it's now closed, but uh, it was a big thing back then. And uh, the only thing was they wanted me to not only be able to sing, which I did a lot of, but also dance. Oh boy, (laughs) since my only real experience with dancing in the past was a few breakdance moves and prom dances, I didn't end up getting that job, unfortunately. But uh, a few years later, though, when I met my wife, Emily, I discovered that she was a part of dance programs all throughout her life from a little kid. And as we moved to Ohio, Emily started a praise dance group with a few other ladies there at our church. And for the first time, I started to see how dance could bring to life the music that I had heard for years. Songs like The King is Coming and We Shall Behold Him were raised to a new level as they were acted out through movement and dance. Later, as our kids were getting to the age of showing interest in various activities, sports and such, uh, they also, of course, then learned about dance and Emily started to get involved in a dance studio as a teacher. Both my daughter and son took part in uh, learning to dance at a young age there in those classes. And I was uh, now, I guess, a dance dad, I suppose. (laughs) Eventually, both Emily and the kids moved to a Christian dance studio called Leap of Faith in Westerville, Ohio, and it felt like home for our whole family. You know, the same feeling that the praise dance group at church gave us was also now given to us at this studio because the songs had powerful lyrics, Christian lyrics. And again, uh, those were brought to life by movement in dance. You know, they have now been at that studio for 11 years. Hard to believe. Not only does Emily teach there now, but uh, so does my daughter, Faith, and my son, Tim, also is uh, kind of learning to uh, do the teaching thing there in the studio. You know, Faith is also a member of the pro dance team there, and uh, they travel around for paid gigs, (laughs) and Tim is performing his senior recital this coming weekend as I'm recording this podcast today. You know, last year I was uh, actually talked into being a part of a men's breakdancing class, and the ages ranged in that class from 18 to 60 plus, and we had a blast. (laughs) We did some uh, top rock steps we learned and some tricks, including a headstand spin I did with a, a helmet on, of course not much hair up there to to keep it protected and uh, had a funny theme we did that uh, went along with the older guys in the group we were dusting off our old moves and the the theme and it gave me a first hand experience with uh, what it means to put your whole self into relaying the message and motivation behind a song you know i took a year off then and uh, i miss it i may get back to it next year we'll we'll see you never know but in Ecclesiastes 3.4 in the Bible, it says that there is a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance. 2 Samuel 6.14 and 15 also uh, says that uh, wearing a linen ephod, David was dancing before the Lord with all his might, while he and all Israel were bringing up the ark of the Lord with shouts and the sound of trumpets. So dance was viewed as a way to celebrate God's greatness in our lives. You know, we've experienced that nowadays as well. We see dancing at weddings and parties and about any time someone is celebrating something, You know, in fact, if you uh, ever turn on a football game and you see a football player scoring a touchdown, you might see them do an end zone dance, they call it, (laughs) because of the joy they feel from scoring. It's just that natural response when we're feeling blessed. So let me ask you, when was the last time you danced? And I mean full on dancing, like the Bible describes how David danced, you know, because I've been on a dance floor where I was just swaying to the music with my wife, (laughs) but not until I joined that men's breakdancing class did I actually uh, experience full on dancing as an adult. Yes, I did it as a teenager, but not as a 50, 50 plus year old man. (laughs) And we can use dance as one more way to just worship God. And you might be surprised how involved in your worship you will be if you just try it. You know, it was once said that we should dance like no one is watching. But I would contend that we should dance like thousands are watching. For it was so exciting when we had the chance to dance for an audience in our men's breakdancing class. But at the least, we should be inspired to dance for an audience of one. And that's our Lord God Almighty. Dance like David did with all your might for the amazing things he has done for you. For doing that is the best way to move through life's beautiful journey. Our podcast again is sponsored by Grace Chapel Community Church. And more information can be found about the church at gracechapel.us. Again, that's gracechapel.us. Remember also that you can send me an email directly to Pastor Doug Meacham at yahoo.com. Again, that's Pastor Doug, M E A C H A M, at yahoo.com. So, won't you join us again next week for Life's Beautiful Journey? Thanks again for joining us.